Jody. Hi, Matt. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Did you enjoy the athletics this weekend? I certainly did. You know what, Matt? Um, there were some really good performances. Um, I think a lot of it's been overshadowed because there's a lot of confusion and there was a lot of um, like kind of negatives about the weekend. But there were some really, really good performances as well. Um, so let's just start from the top. The men's 100 okay, metres. Men's 100 metres was a total surprise. Um, and um, that was an amazing result. It's Reese Prescott. I keep calling him Prentice. Reese Prescott. Total surprise, <laughs> but amazing. And it really throws, throws the cat amongst the pigeons in the sprints. The other thing I was really happy about was Morgan Lake jumping 196. It is so nice to see her with a smile on her face and feeling confident and yeah, really happy about that. her athletics. Totally relaxed, totally confident. There's a lot more to come. And physically, she looks amazing. Like, really, really, really amazing. Do you think she'll jump into the heptathlon at any point, or do you think she'll stay um, well, with we, the high? I spoke to her, and she said this year she's doing the the high jump, which I think is actually a good good choice. And then it's nice to have a little break, and she'll be back at the, to the heptathlon next year. Hopefully, that was a renewed hunger for it as well. But do you know what? Yeah. She she possibly she's an, she's ranked number six in the world in the high jump. So who knows about the high yeah, jump? Yeah, you never um, know. And how, how about with Prescott? Like, what do you think about that? Um, what, what's, your, what's your thoughts on that competitiveness in the 200 metres? Well, he didn't do the 200, did he? And the 100, sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, total shock, because we, we, know, we know he's young and we know he's really good, but we, I always thought he was more of a 200 metre runner, so I wasn't really Yeah, expecting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then to go out there and beat all the big stars, and obviously CJ didn't run the final, but um, that showed a lot of competitive, for such a young guy as well. He ran, he ran fast, he ran very competitively, he wasn't overwrought by the situation, and there's a lot more to come from him. And his running style is like something yes. to behold. Yes. <laughs> but I think my favourite thing, though, because obviously we forget, well, because that this was a, a, a trials, very easy to yeah. get that at certain times, but the, it's all about qualifying. <laughs> it was about qualifying. And I think some of my favourite things were people who came second. So I was really pleased for Danny Tolbert to come second and qualify and guarantee his space because he is sometimes overlooked. And I think if he'd come third, there would have been a big question mark about whether the selectors would have gone with him. So really pleased for him. Really, really pleased with Bianca Williams. She's another one. She's a 22.6 200 metre runner, but constantly gets overlooked. She's not on reach, not on any funding whatsoever, not even on relay funding. How can we leave a girl who runs 22.6 out of the relay funding? It's beyond me. Yeah. But so she, she qualified. She was very fast in the heat. She ran 22.9 in, in the heat. Um, and then she qualified second place in the final. So she's going to the World Championships. And I would like to see her on the relay because, I mean, the, the sprint relay is not as good as it has been this year as well. So um, I think she does very well on the third leg. Um, Jess Judd, my, my favourite person of the yeah, weekend. Class. Cl I mean, what a class <laughs> She's had a few years out, like she went to uni, she got distracted, I believe. It's good on her, I say, because when you're 17 or however old she was and in European and Commonwealth finals, then you need to be a kid at some point and you need to go away and have some fun. And that's exactly yeah, what she did. Okay. Now she's got her head back on in the athletics world. And she, so this is what I love about her. Number one, she came second, she's qualified, she was over the moon, there was tears and everything. But she'd yeah, all, yeah. also, because she's not arrogant, she'd also entered the 5,000 as a backup in case she didn't qualify in the 1,500. Now, everybody <laughs> else would have gone, I've qualified, I'm going home now. No. Yeah. An hour later, an hour after the 1,500 metre final, so she had mm. been through the media zone, she'd done the medal ceremony, she probably didn't even get changed, she's still in the same kit, goes back out and runs the 5,000 final and comes fifth, runs 15.40, oh. I think it was. I mean, what an absolute star. 
And that's this is, what it's all about. That's exactly what it's all about. It's great trading as well. And she said, I hate it when people pull out of races. I didn't want to be that person. What an amazing attitude and what some of the big stars could learn from that kind of attitude. And I, I'm, I can feel myself going on a rant. So I'm going to stop there <laughs> because, no, no, that's, that's because I think there might your thoughts on the weekend. Yeah, there'll be a little bit. I think there might be a little bit of ranting coming up later on from me and Bayo. <laughs> I bet. All right, mate. Good to speak to you. We'll speak soon. Be later. Bye bye. Hi, you've reached Clap. Sorry, can't get to the phone right now. Probably off enthusing about women in sport or hyperbolizing on Twitter. But leave a message and I'll get back to you just as soon as I can. Hiya, Claire. Um, I think we've missed each other tonight over the phone. I wasn't expecting to get your answer phone. But I want to chat to you about the, the British Championships this weekend. I've got a lot of things on my mind. Well, mainly the distance running. The 1500, the men's 1500. It's my favourite event. Love to see that battle out there. Chris O'Hare, fantastic kick in a, such a slow race there over the first couple of laps. But those top three runners, all well-deserving of a qualifying time there. And it's a shame to see Charlie Grice miss out, good friend of mine. But um, I hope he bounces back later on this season and runs some fast times over the Diamond Leagues. And good to see Elliot Giles in that 800 metres. Fantastic sprint finish. Guy Lermuth, he's always a championship performer. He always pulls one out of the bag. He's such a good just going to run over the, uh, the final strides in a, in a slower race and um, it's good to see him grabbing that second place there but some fantastic runs in the 8 and 15 from my end of things but one thing that's been nagging on my mind and I'm sure Jody and Bayo have been discussing it at another point and it's another location but I've been thinking about the, the crowds at the venue at the British Championships there's nothing you can really do or say about it apart from be annoyed that, it's, that it is turned out like that Darren Campbell did a massive rant on what he thought about the, the state of it, but he didn't provide any solutions to how they fixed that. I, I don't necessarily see how you can fix that unless you go to the, the actual stem of the issue, which is that the British athletic system currently now, they're not thinking about the, the grassroots in the area. And the, the, the venue at Birmingham, Alexander Stadium, they've got loads of schools around there. Like, invite all the schools and all the kids and give them free entry to come to the stadium to pack it out. Like, how good would it have been if, even if the kids don't have a clue who's performing in the, the, the men's javelin or any of the events there, they're still packing the, 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 the stadium out. And that would have been fantastic just for the runners to see people when they look up. I was just so disappointed to see that. Um, I know they do a great job in other side of things, and we'll all forget about that when it comes to the the London 2017 World Championships, but it's just an absolute shame to see such a poor attendance in the crowd there, and there's got to be something we can do about it. And you can start by going to the schools and giving free tickets, free parking, that kind of thing. But the, the, the problem is, is, is deeper than that, I think. But it's something we'll probably discuss at another point in time. But yeah, I wanted to rant to you tonight, and I will speak to you very soon. Hey, Bayo, how you doing, mate? Hi, Matt. I'm great. Thank you very much. <laughs> I want to hear all about your thoughts on this weekend's British Championships. Well, I actually, I actually had fun. I did enjoy myself. Um, there were issues, of course, you know, which, which I'm sure everyone, well, I know everyone is talking about, you know, crowds and athletes not showing up and that. But as far as the actual trials mm. went, they were actually pretty successful. I think there was lots of really good, meaningful competition, which really did sort of sort stuff out as far as who's going to be getting on that plane or train or car or however they're getting there this year <laughs> walking there maybe. yeah walking 
Um, I think the real problem for the selectors has turned out to be the, the sprints. Um, both sprints, both male and female, um, are kind of, a lot of events, the 1500s, the 800s, the 400s, you know, and most of the field events sorted themselves out, you know, even when there was more than three people who had the qualifying, um, after the event, you kind of knew who was going to get chosen. Um, but the yeah. sprints just turned into a giant headache for the, um, for the selectors. Um, what's always an interesting thing is when you have favourites and you know the selectors want the favourites to come one and two because then they can pick a, a third person from the others, you know. What's happened in the other yeah. sense is the favourites really didn't for various reasons, which means we've got people <laughs> in the, um, in, who've qualified if, um, straight away who I suspect the selectors weren't expecting to and maybe didn't want to. Um, but that actually made really kind of interesting, um, interesting to watch and certainly interesting um, debates going to be had um, from now on. Um, I think mm. we'll start with the the hundreds. Um, the men's hundred, Reese Prescott came out of nowhere. You know, he he had a horrible semi and he looked fantastic in the final, coming through and winning. James Ophelia was second. CJ wasn't yeah. there. CJ had cramp, didn't run. No. Um, now he ran a fast time in the heats, though. So. He ran a yeah, he ran a great time in the heats. Now I think that's probably sorted itself out because CJ will take the third spot, which is kind of unfortunate for Harry. You know, he's been running well. Um, but also, Adam didn't do the the 100, risked it in the 200. 200 was a bit of a disaster for him. I don't, he can't be fit. I mean, that's my assumption. And I think what we're going to have yeah. probably in both both um, events now is three different people. You know, I don't think anyone will be doubling up. And that's actually a great position for us to be in. Where we've actually got, you know, we're going to be filling all of those spots, which is very, very seldom has happened, does it? But we're going to be filling them with, with six no, yeah. people, it looks like. Um, the 200, National um, Mitchell, <laughs> Nathaniel Mitchell Blake won in really impressive form, and Danny Talbot, you know, ran brilliantly. New PB, um, and he's definitely yeah. on the on the team, which made me really happy because I feel that over the years, he's kind of gets forgotten about unless he makes his make, forces his way into the team. The um, selectors probably aren't going to choose him, so I was really really happy that he kind of gave them no choice. That's when it gets yeah. super complicated, you know. Um, Zano Hughes came. Fourth, um, Adam Demeley came out sixth or seventh or something and really isn't in form. So, I mean, it's possible he's, he's not going at all. Um, mm. Now, the real problem is that Leon Reed again, came out of nowhere. 20-38, he ran as a PB, which is fantastic. Um, Zarnell's faster this year, but um, Leon Reed... Do you think it's worth taking a risk on Leon, then? Uh, it's a tricky one. I mean, he turned up and did what he had to do on the day, didn't he? So it's really hard to argue against yeah, yeah. that. Um, you know, Zarnell was given that chance and, and didn't. Um, but having said that, you know, Zarnell's older, got more experience. It's great that he's finally, you know, fit, it seems, and, and running. We really want him in the British team, don't we? But um, there's been kind of injuries yeah, over I, the last few years. Also um, for the relay, you want your best, your best, most experienced team members, don't you, really? So, yeah. like, having Jamili there, like, even though he's probably not in shape, but he might well be in a few months' time. Exactly, Totally. We've got like a, we've got a month to go, haven't we? So, you know, do you want mm. to choose now and then regret it in a month's time? Who knows? It's, it's really tricky. Um the yeah. Williams is just as messy, you know. Um, the the hundred was was fine, you know. We had um, Asher Asher won and um, Daryl was second. The problem arises is that Dina Asher Smith, who probably again we'll probably talk about this later, probably didn't need to be there. You know, she's been injured all year, but by turning up, she's actually kind of ended up doing herself a disservice potentially. She came ended mm. up sixth. Um, actually, Nelson ran fantastically to just come third. Um, the issue is that. Desiree didn't run the 100. So now we have this issue where we've yeah. got two confirmed. Um, Ashley kind of deserves it. She ran the 100, but um, um, didn't didn't come in the in the top two, so she's third. Desiree didn't run yeah. the 100, so who do you choose? Now, I know for a fact that Dina doesn't want to do the 100, which makes it easier. 
but she does want to do the 200. Now, the 200 was a total and absolute shocker, one of the biggest shocks of the weekend. Um, yeah. Shannon Hilton won, Bianca Williams came second, and I don't think anyone was expecting that, um, which means we've got one spot left for either Desiree or Dina. Dina's unfit, obviously. Yeah. Desiree should have won that race, didn't, um, which is a real headache for the selectors. Um, I there are real complications there. It's real really complications, complications. yeah, totally. Places. And I think what's thrown a spanner in the works here is that um, Bianca and Shannon, you would have thought that one of them would get the third spot, maybe. But it turns out yeah. they're the two who've actually gone straight in, straight through. So we've got to choose between the two girls who are probably our, our best two 200-meter runners, you know, um, Desiree and Dina. Yeah. I suspect the sensible thing to do, to be, to do would be to put um, Dina in the two, depending on fitness, which I'm sure she'll be fine in like a month's time, and Desiree in the 100. But that feels slightly unfair on Ashley, who, you know, turned up and did what she was supposed to do. Um, so True. I'm... But it seems to, to round it up, who do you reckon, like, of the whole weekend, a performance that stood out that you think, wow, that's just kind of shocked me a little bit. Which one of the performances over the weekend have you thought? Um, the one, I mean, the, the the best one is Morgan in the high jump, you know. Um, yep. That 196. Same as what Jody said. Well, a little bit. <laughs> well, it's the one that really obviously stands out. That's such a world-class performance. And also, yeah. know, she's been a bit, since she was, she was obviously a great teenager, and it's all, there's been a bit kind of a... Um, a, a problem with her sort of trans- transitioning to the um, to the seniors. You know, she hasn't set a PB in the in the Hepsaton for three years, I think now. And um, yeah. you kind of wondered whether that was going to come together. And she just looks fantastic at the moment. You know, I've never seen her look in this fit, this fast. You know, she just looks great. She looks like a high jumper. So maybe that is the way yeah. to go. You know, maybe um, maybe the Hepsaton gets on hold, put on hold for a while. She did 196. She's sixth in the world. You know, that's just just fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, the other right, I think- good stuff, mate. That, that's that's a good one, mate. We'll we'll wrap it up there. Uh, but uh, good to speak to you, and uh, we'll speak soon. Cool, no problem at all. Speak to you next week. Bye bye. See you later, mate. Bye bye. Hi, you've called Matthew Woods' phone. Please leave a message after the tone. Beep. Hi, Matt. Just returning your call, but looks like, yeah, I've missed you too. We're not doing very well at this, are we? Uh, My experience of the British champs can be summed up in two words, and they are comeback queens. I was the proudest interviewer in the world watching the Hiltons absolutely smash their respective races. Shannon Hilton is going to London. She has booked her coach to the Olympic Stadium and watching her, it was such a brave run. She ran a really hard bend and you could see how much that cost her down the final straight, but she just did it. She held out. You could see how much she wanted it. She had a really difficult run in to this championships, but I'm extraordinarily proud of her. And then afterwards, watching her cheer Charisse on during her 400 meter run is one of my favorite things circulating on Twitter. You have to check it out if you haven't done. I think I might have retweeted it. It's absolutely adorable and it's just magic. Sharice herself, obviously not targeting London after a really injury-disrupted season, but went below 53 for the first time in the 400-metre final. A huge, huge personal best. And also making a comeback in that same race is Perry Shake-Straighton, who I think has one of the most infectious smiles in world sport. I just love her. She ran a season's best of 53.05 in the heats. And coming off the back of three years of injury hell it's just so nice to see her back on the track again morgan lake another one she's had a quiet few years a couple of really disappointing results a couple of dnfs next to her name but now she's um the third best high jumper of all time from great britain clearly absolutely delighted with it and it sounds like and looks like she's got a lot more to come so that's wonderful utterly deserved i know the boys will talk about her they are big fans jess judd 
an absolute lunatic doing that obscene double that she did at the box championships the 15 and the 5 I know she's had she's kind of been out in the wilderness really um, over the last few years after some incredible runs at senior level while still a junior but she's finally come of age she's back with her dad as her coach everything seems to be going really well with her she's putting out some amazing runs and I'm so thrilled for her Amelia Goretzka back running again she's just I've loved following her ever since I raced against her as a junior and I remember just seeing her receding into the distance on the cross country um she's an absolutely astonishing talent but I know she's had real difficulties with her back and her technique but she's back again and running and seems to be really enjoying it Ashley Nelson European bronze medalist three years ago we've not seen much of her since but she ran 11.27 in her semi-final and came third in the final so if she can find another hundredth of a second we might see her in London and I love, love, loved seeing Dean Asher-Smith and Adam Jamili, uh, Britain's kind of speedy sweethearts, back in action. Uh, obviously, Adam, incredibly disappointed with his run, but I've no doubt he'll be involved in the relays. And he is just, you know, for years to come, he's going to be representing us and doing us proud. Um, and finally, not so much comeback queen, um, but such personality and such talent, Tom Bosworth. I'm fast becoming a major super fan of the Tom Walks Fast movement. I absolutely adore him. He's just so much fun from what I've seen on social media. I love his celebrations and obviously he's absolutely unbelievable. He did 18.43 over 5k, which is far faster than most people and quite a few club runners can run the distance and he seems to just be breaking his own British records for fun these days. Uh, Came sixth in Rio, albeit over 20 kilometres, but he's a genuine contender in London. Um... I hate this expression, but I actually think that this guy has the X factor to bring race walking into the public consciousness and he's speedy enough to grab a gong in the process. So best of luck to him. Uh, Yeah, give me a call back and we can talk about how much we love Tom Bosworth. Hey, Jody, it's me. Hello. (laughs) Who else is it going to be? Well, no, no one at all. Um, I'm here to... um, Rant, I think. No. Uh, possibly. Um, <laughs> right, I just want to go over this with you, okay? Um, the trials. Yeah. So, um, there was lots of good stuff, you know? Yes. There was lots of stuff that actually um, worked trials-wise, but I think not just me, not just you, but I think I put people on Twitter and the general sort of consensus is there were, there were issues. So take me over what issues you have. Well, first of, first of all, I'm going to say that these are not easy issues to deal with. Like, lots of people come up with all these different ideas and stuff, and there's some really good ideas I've heard about. If they were that easy, people would have done it. But I, I kind of feel there's not a will to do anything different. So, but what, are, what, what, are the, what issues are you talking the, about? The number one issue, there's, 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 there's two really main issues, then they're connected. The number one issue is, it's, if it's a trials, people have to go. I don't care if you're Murray Farrah. I don't care. I don't care if you've already qualified. I don't care if you've got no competition. I don't care. You have to show your face at the trials and run around the track a couple of times. And if you're so severely injured that you can't do that, then you can turn up and wave to the crowd and sign some autographs and interact with the kids and make it an event that people want to come to. And that leads on, obviously, to the second one, is the lack of any kind of... We were sitting in the stand. We were sitting in the main stand by the finish line with all the journalists, because that's what we are. Um, So I didn't notice how empty the stadium was, but it was all everyone talked about. All weekend. Yeah. Goldie um, said it's the empty she's ever seen it. Well, I mean, we've been going like, you know, 20 odd years, haven't we? Yeah. I remember, not even that Tw- long ago. 20 years. Ab- 20 years. Evelyn Astrid um, was there. <laughs> the, um, what we used to be absolutely rammed. You know, yeah. you, you couldn't get a ticket. You couldn't, like, there wasn't a spare seat. 
and that was on both sides. So they've added the extra bit on the far side, you know, in the, I can't remember which stand. Nelson. Um, the, the far, yeah, the Nelson stand. And I don't think I've ever seen it being used. You know, I think it's probably used at the Grand Prix, is it? Maybe not even then. Um, something's gone wrong. And it can't just be the fact that, you know, the stars aren't there, because you don't necessarily know the stars are going to appear there until you get there anyway, do you? But something's gone wrong in promotion. Something's gone wrong in making people want to be there. And I think that the major issue is, that as you say, it's not a trial. No. You know, if there's less, there's real drama. You know, who's going to get in the scene? That's what people want to see. If they're going to turn up and see people run around the track and there's no actual, um, there's no actual point to it. You know, there's no um, actual resolution at the end. It just doesn't matter, does it? There's but no even in the events where there was a resolution. And in the stadium, it didn't sound like anyone made an announcement. It wasn't like they no, thought, no, no. Like, did, I didn't know who had the qualifying. And as we say a lot of the times, we're the hardcore kind of fans who look up everything. Yeah. I know to look on Power of Ten and find out who's qualified. But Power of Ten didn't have the qualification up there last week. They got it there now. It wasn't yeah. up last week. So it wasn't easy to find. The results, I've spent 20 minutes today trying to look for the results on UK website. My God, the intricacies you have to go through to find results. So really silly little things. In the stadium, I didn't know who was qualified, who already had the qualifying time, what the qualifying time was. When people qualified, it wasn't made clear. Even Phil, I think Alicia Barrett won the 100 hurdles. He said, well done, you congratulated yeah. for the, you've um, qualified for the world. She hadn't. It's, it's a shambles. If you're going to have a trials and you're going to call it a trials, then there has to be a trial element. The whole point, yeah. what we said last week about the European team championships it's lost its team team thing so the the whole point of it doesn't make any sense so the same with the trials don't call them a trials call them a championships if if you don't want to go down the trial route but you can't call them a trials and then they're not trials so there's a very high profile british athlete who um i'm not going to name because i don't want to get them into trouble who went on a like a, a quite a big rant to us about this whole issue and the problem was if you're on the poster um, advertising the trials, then you need to be there. This person yeah. didn't need to be there, qualified, yeah. undoubtedly going to win, didn't need to be there, but turned up. Um, there was, yeah. like, if Lorraine Ugin didn't really need to be there. She turned up. Robbie Grabars didn't need to be there, and he competed the night before, and he showed up. Well, Ailey so, didn't need to like, be there, but she showed up. Yeah, Dina Arthur-Smith didn't need to be there. She, she could have called off injured, yeah. She could easily could, and it would have probably done her better. Absolutely. It's a really dodgy situation. But she turned up because it was the right thing to do. Someone like Jess Judd not only turned up and ran, I mean, she had to, but then she went to the 5K as well because, as she said, I, I don't think it's right to pull out, you know? Yeah. She didn't need to do that, and that's fantastic. I'm sure, you know, maybe in years to come, she won't. But, you know, that's just a really fantastic attitude. But I don't blame the athletes. No, if you've got that opportunity, if you've got the opportunity not to go, why would you? Someone like Andy Potty, you know, is far better off, I'm sure, running that, that Diamond League, which he did, and he ran fantastically, and he got a PB, and good for him. You know, yep. We're all cheering him on for that. But he shouldn't be in a position where he's allowed to do that, because the rule should be you have to be at the trials. Think of the American trials. When exactly. When Taylor, um, you know, turned up, did one jump, had to do it, you know. But he's there, he signs pictures, he waves to the fans, he gets interviewed on TV, and it's all for the promotion of the sport. Um, but also, talking about promotion, what promotion is there? Having hashtag represent, that's not promotion. I, don't, I mean, like, where are the athletes, there's a hashtag, everyone had to hashtag represent afterwards. And that's, yeah, it, it's a new social media thing. It all goes above our heads because we're too old for it. But it didn't make people turn up to go. Where were all the athletes in the weeks before? 
Why aren't they in local schools telling people about it? Why aren't there free tickets given out to local schools? Why aren't there free tickets going out to local clubs? Why, aren't there, why don't yeah. you interact with the community? Why don't you have some kids' races? There's so many things you could do. Like, you just need to look at the night of the 1,000, 10,000, which is a trial. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. That's a trial. That's, That's how you run a trial. It also feels more, like more people turned up. Yeah, they did. You know? I, mean, I mean, I don't know how many people in the night of 1,000, 10 Ks, whatever it's called, but there was, like, literally... Thousands there, wasn't there? It, it was. was oh, there was more people. There was more people there than there was at Birmingham, definitely. Yeah, I think so too. And that's the some 10k races, which apparently people aren't interested in. Exactly. You know? um, and yet here we have every event on the calendar. You know, all the sprints and the, the things that people are supposedly, you know, really into, and no one can be bothered. Um, I'm sure there are re- good reasons for yeah. this. You know, we can't be the only ones. I'm sure there are people inside UK Athletics who who are saying exactly the same thing. Of course. And I'd be really interested if anyone, you know, on the slide, you want to do it publicly, it's totally fine. You can come and just explain to us um, some of the issues that go around this because I think that it really frustrates us, it really frustrates a lot of people and I'm sure there's probably some very, very good reasons you don't know about. So if there is anyone out there from UK Athletics who's listening in, you know, you might maybe drop us a line. Everybody's um, listening in. On Twitter, um, and just let us know what some of the issues are. We'd be happy to sort of put the word out there to explain some issues for you, even if you can't sort of come on and, and tell us officially. Um, all right, Jodie, that'll do for rant for this week. I'm sure we'll have another next week. Um, speak to you later. Laters. You've been listening to the Backstraight Boys. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for our podcast. If you want to get in touch, then check out the bio for our Twitter handles. We'll see you next time. We've got the ring. We've got the ring. I know, but I feel like I'm part of the show. Go on, go on. Ring, ring. Hey, Jody. Hi, Matt. How are you?